What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Compile Swift podcast. I am your host, as always, Peter Widom. You can find me at peterwidom.com and this podcast at compileswift.com. Here's a question for you How do you do the onboarding for your users? Now, let's back up a little bit and let's ask another question. Do you do any kind of onboarding in your applications for users? Because if you don't, you should be. And I'm going to give you a few reasons why and a few suggestions as to how you should go about doing that. So let's dive into the reasons why. Now, it may be obvious to you how to use your application. It may be a very simple, straightforward application. But remember, you have been living with this application for a long time as you've been developing it and testing it and working it out. And everything to you is going to be real obvious and make sense. But probably not to your user because they've never seen it. And even if it's a very straightforward, simple application, how are they going to know how to use it unless you do some kind of onboarding? Now, yes, you can offer help files and a link to a website and everything else. But that's kind of after the fact. Think about that first time the user runs an application. Giving them a very quick onboarding experience to get them started it's going to make them feel very comfortable it's going to make them feel that the application is very professional and that the people that make the application care about the user they care about how the user is going to experience using the application and get them using it fast because if a user cannot figure out how to use your application quickly honestly the likelihood is they're probably going to delete it and move on to another one because I know I've done that, and I'm betting that you may have done that as well. So having an onboarding experience, I think, is a must. That's my opinion, but I think it's an absolute must in these days and times. And I think the users kind of expect it, right? Even if it's just, like I say, a very short, simple, you know, here's how you use the major features of the application. So that's the reasons that you should have one. So let's talk about different ways that you can onboard the user. There's quite a few different ways of doing this. And, you know, I've seen some really good ways out there and some not so great ones. Now, the way that I favorite doing it, I'll talk about in a minute. But one way you can do this is just to have a very short video at the beginning of your application. And I do mean short, just showing how that they can use the basic features. Now, there's another advantage here. Because you can use that same video in app stores, right? As a kind of an example video for the users. And you've done double duty there. You've got two wins for the price of one video. So that's one way. But it doesn't feel very interactive. So I prefer kind of a method where it requires something from the user. Because I think that by them interacting with it, it gives the experience and a a learning and a teaching that goes into the muscle memory of using the application a lot quicker and they'll recognize things a lot easier by using them. So there's two different ways you can do that. Now, the first one is you could have a guided experience. So you've probably seen this in some applications. Um, I see it a lot in games, for example, where they will start you off and say, you know, go here, click this, this is what this does. Then go there, click that, that's what that does, and so on. Now, that's great because they're actually interacting with the application and 
using the features that you want to highlight and getting familiar with it. But there's a risk here. And the risk is that you can over-explain it, right? You don't want to have to go through, you know, a, a user doesn't need to learn every single control and every way of using your application and all the features. That That's overkill. What you want to do is highlight just enough for the user to get started, okay? So, you know, let's take for an example, we'll use the classic to-do app or some kind of list app, right? You're going to highlight to them where the button is, the plus button or whatever, to add a new item to a list. And then when they're finished, you, you know, you may guide them through that process. You know, enter your note here, give it a date or something like that, and then click done, right? That's fine. Very quick, very simple. And then you may show them if you want to edit it again, you can click here. Or if you want to see the default details, you can click on it here. Those kind of things, right? Just the real basic get you started using it features. Because that's what you want the user to have. You want them to feel engaged and you want them to want to use the application and for it to be in a pleasurable experience, right? The advanced features or the hidden features, whatever you want to call them, those don't matter till later on. You need to get the user to buy in first. Once the user has bought in to using the basic features of your app, sure, by all means, then show them, you know, some of the other features. So you may track something like, you know, oh, this is the fifth time they've used this particular feature. Let me now tell them about a, a better way to use that feature, something like that. Now, the other way, and this is one that I use, is a very short series of screenshots of your application. And... They can just swipe through them, right? And then when they get to the end of that onboarding sequence, they start using the app. Now, those screenshots, of course, should explain the major features of the application, like I just said. It's just a different way of showing it. Now, the beauty of that one is you can use those screenshots in the app stores. So you've got a, a double win here. You've got some beautiful screenshots to put in the app store explaining how to use the app and showing it and showing some of the major features. And it's an onboarding experience in the application. Now, of course, for any of these methods, once you've shown them once, you should not show them every time they go into the application. I know that sounds kind of obvious, but you'd be surprised how many people don't think about that. So you want to track it, right? Have they, have they launched the application and seen my onboarding experience, whichever one you choose to go with? If they have, check that flag next time around, and when they open the application, don't show it to them again. But, and here's the but for this, you should provide them some kind of opportunity, facility, to go back and view it again. So in my case, what I do is, quite often, if there's a help screen or a settings screen in the application, there'll be a button in there that says, show me the onboarding experience again, for example, however you want to phrase it. So they can opt in to watch it again, but you're not forcing them to watch it too many times, right? Because some folks only need to see it once. Others may need to get it a few times, or maybe they don't use the application in a while and they can't remember how to use it. So they come back and want to see the onboarding experience. Great. Give them a way to do that, but don't beat them over the head with it. Another consideration to remember here, if your application supports multiple languages, do not forget 
that whatever technique you use for an onboarding experience, you make sure that that supports the multiple languages as well. So for example, if you have what we were just discussing here, screenshots, make sure those screenshots, you are showing those appropriate languages and the correct versions when the user's device or the application is set for the appropriate language. I know, again, that may sound obvious, but it's a very, very easy thing to overlook, right? Don't go adding, for example, English screenshots to an onboarding experience for an application or device that is set to Spanish. You're really not helping the user there, right? Yeah, they may understand it, and it may be quicker, but it's going to feel a little unprofessional and almost kind of feel like a bug. So make sure that if you're going to support a language in your application, you have the appropriate onboarding experience for that language as well. So it's just something else to look out for there. Another subtopic to touch on here is whether you integrate the onboarding experience into the application or whether you pull that content in remotely. I don't have a preference either way, but I do have some thoughts on it. If you have the content remote and you pull it into the application, yes, that is a great way to be able to update that experience for the users without having to do a app, new app release. But the thing with that is, have you taken into account any kind of network delay where it will need to pull down that content before displaying it to the user? Because you could very quickly have a negative experience here for the user if the app behaves weird or there's a noticeable pause while it downloads and prepares that content for display. Again, this is not something you want to have on a first user experience. You know, that first run experience is critical. And so think about that. Again, I don't have any preference either way. Personally, I include it in the application so that I know that they're getting the experience I expect them to have and want them to have. And I don't have to worry about any kind of asynchronous activity or bad network or down server somewhere. And that onboarding experience just doesn't happen in a reliable, predictable way. And it essentially puts the user off of using the application. So I want to throw that in there because I think that's an important one. And sometimes that desire to have remote content can have consequences that are not immediately obvious when we're all sitting here at home or at the office with our, our super fast network connections and everything's great because most of the time that is not the experience users are going to have, especially when they're doing it over phone networks. So I hope this has been helpful. These are just some thoughts and tips that I have and policies that I kind of adopt as I'm thinking about onboarding experiences in applications that I work on and design. And I welcome your thoughts on this. If you have any thoughts or maybe you disagree with what I'm saying here, great. Let's have a conversation about that. I would love for, to come onto the podcast and talk about this. I'd love to hear how you all handle these problems. And maybe you use techniques that I haven't even touched on here or thought about. Please share them with us. You can reach out to me, Compile Swift, on any of those social networks or compileswift.com. There's a contact form there. And of course, you know, I just love to have these conversations with everybody because I think that this makes for a better experience for the users and it makes us better as developers and designers as we think about those experiences and especially the, like I said, the onboarding experience for a first run for a user is critical. So that's all I got for you in this episode. 
and I will speak to you in the next one. Take care.